All right. Hello and greeting everyone. So, all right. Hold on. too long so this today it's for two things so i want to apologize for the labs that happened for the been in a hospital in the past uh three emergency visits in the past two, within two weeks and um hospitalized for three so then i am like you know telling someone go ahead what well, can you go and just do the show and let them people know the jema is which is me we'll do the introduction so let them know nope i'm not doing it i'm like what do you mean you're not doing it? they're waiting for both of us so that so anyway for all of you who have been on the show watch i mean watching the show before thank you so much we here we here to say you know sorry and uh, welcome back Thank you for reaching out. Some of you have reached out, pray for me while I was in a hospital, visited and called. I really appreciate that. And um, thank you for making us that know and feel that we were missed. So for those of you who are watching us for the first time, who click for the first time, thank you so much. My name is Jema Redeemed. I am the creator um, behind this and um, this is my partner. Hi, I am Benji. So today, it was supposed to be a continuation of what perception is. Um, a little bit of last week, of last show that we talked about anxiety, depression, and we're going to talk about perception. So perception, we're not going to go deep into it, but I believe in a whole other people right now, for example, my partner just had an emergency this morning, had to go to the dances and feeling some type of way about herself. But we also feel this is a good time and a good way to come and for her to express. We, we can talk a little bit about what adjustment is. Life has a tendency of throwing things at us, mm -hmm. unexpected things. So when that happens, we have to adjust, readjust ourselves. Mm -hmm. I had to accept while I was laying there that the show was not gonna happen because someone was scared. And tried to do other things, you know, to surprise me with my other partner that's gonna be coming. It didn't happen because there was another adjustment there. So all this can actually impact someone. All this can either cause depressions, depending on what level of your depression is, or create anxiety that actually impact your daily life as well. So I am sitting there, I could, I had a choice to either do that, let it hurt me more as I am dealing with my own health issues, or just relax, or control the level of anxiety that it was creating for, creating for me. So I did that. And then we did everything to record, and today the obstacles that we just went through, and then my partner had to go deliver, you know, um, take care of her situation with the teeth, and she was like, nope, I don't know, and she feels some type of way. She's going to be talking more about that, and this is when we go into perception. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this is an exact example of what perception is. So when I work with my little kiddos, Oftentimes, they struggle to express what they're feeling in certain moments. 
part of it is because they don't have language for it, right? And so I have this beautiful pillow for those of you who are listening that has a will of emotions, right? And it has every emotions that you can think of, positive, negative, neutral, and so on. When I look at the swill of emotion, oh, that feels like a therapy session. <laughs> I love the cycle of education. Then again, that's what the that's what the show is about. The, the show's about. So that's what the show's about. Anyway, when I look at the the will of emotion, the feelings that I'm doing, that I'm feeling right now as we do filming this episode is embarrassment, and it's coming from what will other people think, and this is what perception is. I'm talking funny, I look funny, I'm smiling funny, I look like I have, I took like a hundred Botox today. If it's certainly feels well, that's like what, that. I'm sorry, that's what she looks like. Oh, when she said that earlier, I was like, yeah, you do look like you have Botox. Right, I look like that. I've been taking Botox for like a couple of years and yeah. this is the result, mm-hmm. right? And so I feel embarrassed about the way I'm presenting. Even my talking is a little bit strange because I'm like talking like somebody who talks with their tongue, you know, who's in the Haitian culture. How do they call it? Panisola. Exactly. You speak on your tongue, which doesn't always make, translate. Yeah, I was going to say, say the translation makes no sense, so ignore the translation. Yeah. Yeah. And so I'm feeling vulnerable and embarrassed to come with this and the reason why is a perception right the perception of how others who i don't even know exactly exactly you know so that goes into the pressure that we put into children to do better to do good your kids uh, come uh, with partner. or partners yeah to i Every time I talk, it's going to be kids related just because you do more kids of, than mm-hmm. I do. <laughs> the bulk of my work is with children. I do adults too, but the bulk of my work is children. And that's kind of like the population that I, I, I went to school for and trained in. But um, the pressure that you, as a community, we put on children when your kids come home with a B or an A, a B plus, we just ask for an A. a Whichever where you are, where you listen to us, either an A or a B, or a B plus, or even an A minus. Um, and you say, why didn't you have an A or A plus? Plus, yeah. Right? Or why didn't you have a ten or a nine? That those are acceptable. We we don't really think about why can't we accept what they bring? Why is what they bring to us not good enough? Because we want to brag, we want to say we have an all eight child, an eight a child, like you know, top of their straight class, a, yeah, straight a's. Yeah. Because if the perception of how other people view our parenting, the fact that if our kids do good, that reflects on us being good parents. Then it becomes about us. Exactly. So it's not really about the kiddo for most of the time. So when you think about perception, it's how you let other people view of you determine what you do in your own home. Most of us will say, I don't care what people think. Deep down, we all do. Uh, that's not true. It's sad. We say it, but that's not true. Yes, it's sad. But deep down, we all do care. And that's where the perceptions come from. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's deeply rooted in us. Not just the Haitian community. No. In everyone. No. No. The perception of others, you want people to have a good sense of you, whether or not you're a parent or a, human, a decent human being, you want other people to think highly. So, 
<laughs> as I um, have shared in the Haitian Creole version, is my perceptions, education is high. I grew up with knowing this is the top. There is no way out of it. So, but I also had put a personal pressure on me, which I didn't know at the time. It was a pressure on me because I had something to show. I had something to prove because my mom had went through a lot with her siblings who, for them, my mom's kids were never gonna amount to anything. Mm -hmm. So I was gonna show them as a, as a particular one, right? So in showing them, so I put a lot of pressure on me so to a point that actually people said I was addicted to school. I never liked school. So which is also one of the things that I actually use even with my kids when they my own children when they say that I, mom, I don't like I don't like I mean I don't like school and I don't like this. I think my kids were shocked when I told them, okay, I never liked school. But it's also very hard. I find it very hard for most people to believe, well, those who are on me who know that I have, I don't know, countless um, certifications on many different things, as if I, was, I wanted to learn everything in the world. Um, I have two masters in two different you know, fields. So, and many different trainings, right? Mm -hmm. So when I say that, and people at the time always saw me going to, going to school, like, what do you mean you don't like school? Mm -hmm. As if it became me without having those certification those diploma i am letting my mom down my mom didn't put that kind of pressure on me and directly she did but in a way so i took it upon myself to say i'm gonna prove to these people that what they said about my mom's kids is not gonna happen so school became something important to me so people were shocked after i got my first master's and i went to my second master's and you know like all the certification and all of that but they didn't know the story behind what, what you see, see right why was i doing that so but here's the thing so that was my perceptions of what i know that was being reflected on my family my immediate family and myself my siblings so i wanted to show them but the problem is which becomes what we call generational trauma i brought it on onto my kids because i wanted a's and b's anything lower than that it's not coming to my house it's not coming to mind. But where was that so important to you? Look, reflecting back on it now. So, reflecting back on it, as I said, it came for me. So, if I do it. So, but I like the, the fact that you asked that question. Because here's the thing. If it on me, I did it. I did it in Haiti, in Haiti where I had to fight to go to school. I had to fight, but I actually kept my grades and I came here. I was working. I was doing this. So why can't you do it too? And then in the back of my head, I still had things to prove. So I had to prove those things to my kids as far as education is concerned. Mm -hmm. Education is good. Education is necessary. That's not what I'm talking about. You have to push your kids to do the best that they can do. The best that they they mm -hmm. can do and meet them there mm -hmm. so when i was pushing them it was me living through as you many of you know shut up until you there is my creation is the name and the uh, story behind what you see so there's many reasons as to why 
the name is shut up until you dare the story behind what you see. So when people saw me going to school, they didn't do this, and they thought I was addicted to school, there was a story, there is a story behind it. So when my shut up until you dare moment with my kids, I'm I had two kids, long story short, that needed special ed education because they don't learn the same way as most do. I have uh, one of my children who has sickle cell. By the time he was 13, he had three strokes. So imagine me pushing that child the same way as the other one. Yes, I just, I still put pressure on him because I'm not gonna actually baby him because the more, and we adjust his brain so he can catch up. But I also had to slow down and understand, all right, shut up until you're there because you're there now, you have a child who learns differently. Who have a child who has special needs? Who have a child who have a circumstance that I could push him the same way as another one that doesn't have the same issue? So my perception to them made me put my kids through hell when it came to grade at some point in life. So then I needed people to know, of course, that I am doing this and my kids are just like uh, something, okay, if I, if I am having bills, I am going to work, I have a little job and I can pull this grade so you can do it too. Mm -hmm. So it's coming from me. So I put those pressure. Both of those kids have extreme you know, test anxiety. They can study, they can this. So when they bring me certain grades, so now I have to take a deep breath and understand why is it? Is that the best that you could do? Meeting them where they are. Is that the best that they could do? Understanding that, yes, they study. Putting in, I remember being um, in an IEP meeting for my son, right? And then grade was, okay. Grade was before I understood things, I wanted to choke him, that would be, right? What's wrong with you? Then by that time I had learned so much and I was sitting there and um, then they were telling me he was doing this. Literally, as the report was coming to me, my child was doing everything that he should have been doing to get good grades. But then when he sits to do the test, he gets so anxious, everything goes out of the window. Am I gonna be thinking about what my you know, sister, my neighbors, my friends gonna be thinking about my you know, my child bringing up low grades versus focusing on how do we reduce the stress level, anxiety level when he's taking the test, right? Mm -hmm. So how do we take the perception of others and ourselves out to do this? So these are the things that we wanted you know, to go into which we will go into deeper. We will. Perception is something that we can go much deeper and it's not something that only impacts the Haitian community. Oh, I no. think that impacts no. every single person in the world because it's ingrained in us, mm -hmm. you know? <clears throat> and what we're doing here, we're not saying not to put pressure on your kids, oh, but definitely it's not. being able to have a balance. A balance, yeah. A balance of knowing what they need in that moment and what they don't need in that moment. And it's all the topic that we've been talking about, you know, trying to be more emotionally available. Because that's something that, as a community, we do lack, being emotionally available to our kids. We do like it, lack it. So, we're not going to take too much of your time today, but we will go deeper into 
this idea of perception. Not even an idea. This whole concept. Yeah, there's a concept of perception. Of perception of others. Because it guides so much. It guides our behavior. How we react, how we act. And as I said, we get we'll get into more, you know, Mm -hmm. into detail of how I used to be with my kids when it comes to perceptions. Mm -hmm. Because the pressure I put on me then triggered it out on them. So when I cut up with certain things, some of them try, been trying, you know, am trying to fix because like, okay, but I will share those with you and how those things can damage relationship perceptions. Yep. And we will go deeper into it. This is just a start and to really say we've had a lot happening, but we've not forgot to do the show. <laughs> so we just wanted to say thank you for those of us who reach out, pray part of us and reach out and um thank you for understanding and also kind of like it's a good time for benji ben to relate um and connect what perception is with what the situation is right now today because i know how she's feeling um so please as we usually say reach out continue to reach out continue to send us your you know how you feel to our email text and all of that um subscribe share because some people do like and they reach out to us share it for us and um, go out there on YouTube Instagram Facebook channel and TikTok. TikTok is Jima the only uh, difference is TikTok is Jima with you after that the youtube channel as you know is shut up until you're there um uh facebook shut up until you're there and um email. instagram shut up until you're there and email at, um is shut up until you're there at um, gmail.com so continue to reach out and do that and we'll continue google into deeper conversation about perceptions because it impact how you think the impact how you act the impact how you release certain things in your relationship with people mm-hmm. and until next time shut up until you're done until you're done.